ADBI Vice Chair of Research Peter Morgan is at the forefront of global efforts to promote financial inclusion as a driver of sustainable development amid a disruptive double whammy. He is leading policy research in this area for the G20 via its policy advice network known as the Think20 or T20, taking into account the impacts of the rapid digital transformation of economies and COVID-19 shocks. In this podcast, Morgan discusses the challenges of advancing financial inclusion, financial education and financial literacy in an increasingly digital world and how the COVID-19 pandemic is further raising the stakes for policymakers and the future of socioeconomic welfare. He made his remarks during a recent webinar held by the Saudi Arabia T20 Task Force on the economy, employment and education in the digital age. The definition of financial inclusion from the OECD, financial inclusion refers to the process of promoting affordable, timely and adequate access to regulated financial products and services and broadening the use by all segments of society through the implementation of tailored existing and innovative approaches including financial awareness and education with a view to promote financial well-being as well as economic and social inclusion. So it's a a big target overall aiming toward this economic and social inclusion. Low-income countries still have relatively low rates of financial inclusion, and you see the same thing in individual countries, that the low-income groups, the disadvantaged groups have less access to financial services. Morgan highlights the importance of addressing financial literacy and digital skills gaps for achieving a financial inclusion breakthrough. Going on to financial literacy, it's uh, multidimensional and it reflects not only knowledge, but also skills, attitudes and actual behavior. And it's recognized as being very important for individuals and firms to enable them to take full advantage of improved financial access. So we have Uh, Financial technology, which is a new breed of firms that specialize in providing financial services, provide primarily through technologically enabled mobile and online platforms. So different from early generations of finance related technology, which focused on providing services to financial firms, uh, this instead, they provide services directly to consumers. And the promise is that fintech innovation has lowered the barriers to entry, expanded access to financial services, and challenged traditional understanding about how finance works. And the key example here is the mobile phone. Uh, Given the very great diffusion of mobile phones globally, it's the key platform to uh, expand access to financial services. However, there are significant challenges. Fintech requires new knowledge on the part of users to recognize and manage risks. And of course, there's also the risk that it could increase the digital divide. Morgan goes on to share ADBI research insights on promoting digital financial literacy for the digital age, developed as part of the T20 2020 process to support evidence-based policy innovation during Saudi Arabia's G20 presidency. We focus on the need for digital financial literacy. As I said, there's no official definition, so we made our own. It includes knowledge in forming areas, fintech products and services, their benefits and drawbacks, new kinds of risk associated with fintech products and services like phishing, hacking, cyber theft, identity theft, ways to protect oneself from these risks and methods of redress if losses or the damage from those risks do arise. And includes knowledge about four main areas of payments, such as e-money, mobile phone wallets, asset management, such as internet banking, online brokers, alternative finance, such as crowdfunding, peer-to-peer lending, and others such as uh, internet-based insurance services. And we've been doing survey work to identify where the gaps are. And so this uh, is a result of some work that we've done in China and Vietnam, uh, interestingly, the, the gaps between men and women in terms of fintech awareness and use are not so great, but we do see very significant gaps 
for example, between urban and rural residents and between those people with higher incomes and those people who have less income. So these gaps are quite significant. The need for improved digital financial literacy is becoming even more critical due to the COVID-19 crisis. Morgan explains. What are the implications then of COVID-19? Clearly, uh, with all the work from home and and social distancing, uh, COVID-19 in general will encourage the shift towards the digital economy, uh, including all aspects of fintech. And this will further emphasize the need for digital literacy in general and digital financial literacy in particular. But COVID-19 may also exacerbate gaps in access to both financial services and financial education. So given that Disadvantaged groups typically are less educated. In-person training implemented by NGOs and financial institutions in their neighborhood will also probably be needed to increase the effectiveness of education programs. But precisely the question is, how do you implement this in a situation of COVID-19? I think this is really the major challenge that COVID-19 poses in terms of potentially increasing these gaps. Morgan concludes by offering policy recommendations for strengthening digital financial education in the face of the pandemic while noting the urgency of continued research to foster greater inclusion within the sector. Our policy recommendations are to develop and implement tools to measure digital financial literacy, since it's a new concept, to then develop digital financial education strategies and programs. And one of our suggestions is that the G20 should establish guidelines for the inclusion of fintech and big tech companies in national financial education strategies and promote recommendations that fintech and big tech firms be required to provide a certain level of digital financial education to the customers, especially the disadvantaged groups. And G20 member countries should also develop guidelines for coordinated online and offline models to be included in national financial education strategies. But this, again, bumps up against the challenge posed by COVID-19, and we're still trying to develop ideas to address this particular challenge. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.